0: The Ewan Grant Podcast, The Limestone Coast Triple M.
1: G'day, it's Ewan. Welcome to the Ewan Graham podcast, and welcome to everyone joining me on the listener app. Limestone Coasters, Triple M's No Talk Day is taking place Monday, and in the lead-up to No Talk Day, suicide and men's mental health are serious issues, and they need to be talked about. So I'm catching up with a team from Lifeline Southeast and from Lifeboat Southeast. We're going to chat men's mental health and mental health across the entire population of the Limestone Coast. Also, this weekend, Kunawara Cellar Dwellers is underway in the Coonawarra. It starts what is going to be a month-long celebration. Ockert LaRue is going to join me for a chat and Troy Bell is going to talk all about health issues in the Limestone Coast and across the state of South Australia. It's all coming up for you on 963 Triple M. Let's kick it off with the member for Mount Gambier, Troy Bell. Good morning.
0: Good morning, Ewan. Good morning, listeners.
1: Now, mate, uh, health in South Australia is something that you get to deal with as the member of Mount Gambier because when people have a problem health-wise that they can't get solved by going to a hospital or jumping into an ambulance they tend to talk to you and we've had some pretty serious concerns raised of late
0: Uh, absolutely you and health would be the number one issue that uh, people come and see me about and uh, uh, it is a continual process um you know there there are ways i think that uh we, we can improve certain uh, aspects of it, and, and that's my role to keep working with the state government to, uh, first of all, highlight the issues, and then um, come up with solutions. And uh, we've got, um, you know, one that's occurred um, too many times for my mind, uh, and that's people being um, transported to to Adelaide uh, for medical um, treatments, um, and uh, either being you know, left there after their treatments or or having to find their own way uh, back. Now, for most people, that's okay. Somebody can, um, you know, travel up and and, and bring you back. Uh, But for some of our residents, particularly our elderly residents, who um, might not have somebody who can um, do that, I think we've got an obligation that, uh, you know, where we can, um, those uh, residents would be returned back to Mount Gambier the proposal that uh, I'm talking to the state government about is we, we've got um, the Royal Flying Doctors, which um, does a wonderful job. Um, uh, they, they travel to Mount Gambier about three times a day to pick up patients to take them to hospitals in in Adelaide.
1: Which is an incredible uh, and frightening figure, by the way.
0: A- absolutely. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's a, um, a service that we use uh, quite a lot. Um but those planes are, are coming down empty, um, and what happens is once you've finished your your treatment in Adelaide, in most cases it's up to you to get back to to Mount Gambier. Um, so we've had um, residents who've been you know uh, in wheelchairs for uh, you know eight nine hours waiting to uh, um, find a way to to come back to Mount Gambier, um, and I think one thing that we we could look at is um, the the facilities at the Royal Flying Doctors in Adelaide are are state-of-the-art. They're they're fantastic. And if we've got three flights coming down here every day uh, on average, um, surely we could extend the service to uh, uh, return people from our community back to our community once their their treatment has finished. Otherwise, we have to either um, find the money and, and pay for flights and then try and battle the the health bureaucracy to get some Pats money back, which um, is cents on the dollar that you spend. But uh, I I think there's a real opportunity for us to to provide a better service and that's what I'm working with the state government on to um, to, to look at what options could be available.
1: Mm, absolutely because as you say I mean I for one think of the possibility of my mum having to go to Adelaide to hospital and yep. and finding out all of a sudden that she's dumped at the doorstep of the hospital or the patient transfer station and going well how do I get back from uh, from Adelaide?
0: Exactly and uh, yeah that's I've had a number of residents come and talk to me about their experience and uh, I, I think it's something that we need to, uh, to do much better on and um, Uh, We've started those discussions and, uh, yeah, hopeful that uh, we can get a, a, a good outcome going forward.
1: Hey, Troy, I do not envy your job in Adelaide, mate. I really don't. (laughs)
0: thanks mate it keeps you busy because there's always something to do i can tell you
1: that does not surprise me mate uh keep us informed let us know what happens uh we'd love to see an outcome and a resolution for southeast patients and probably not just for southeast patients patients right the way across the state because i'm sure every area of uh, south australia is probably having the same sort of issues at the moment good luck with the fight
0: thank you you have a great day
1: you too now love coasters time to talk a serious issue no talk day is coming up and uh, in the lead up to no talk day but it's all about getting blokes or anybody really to have a conversation about mental health and suicide tragically every single day in australia six men take their own lives think about it six men somewhere in australia will not make it to the end of the day. In the lead up to no talk day, I want to talk about resources in the limestone coast that are available. And what I have is Monica Hart waiting patiently on the line from Lifeline Southeast. Monica, good morning. Good morning, Ewan. Monica, it's all about having a conversation with people that we love and people who we might be worried about. But it's not just that, that first question of, are you okay? It's what happens when you say, well, really, no, I'm not
2: yeah that's right that can be quite scary for people and it can also it can prevent people from asking the question in the first place you and so um it can be really awkward but it's such an important question to ask and sometimes are you okay um isn't the best isn't the best question to ask because people can either say yes or no and then the conversation stops so it's good to ask a question um that um people can um give you more than just a yes or a no, so perhaps um you could say i've noticed i've noticed that you that you seem a bit flat today how are you travelling or mm. um uh, how are uh, how are you travelling simply how are you travelling um and then they can't answer with just a yes or a no um
1: it's all about they listening might. as well, really, isn't it? Because Absolutely, uh, yeah. Australians tend to gloss over stuff like, hi, how you doing?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, good. The, the, normal, the, 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 the um, answer straight out of the, out of the gates will be, yeah, good.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> whether you're good exactly. or not.
2: Yeah. So, Monica,
1: Lifeline is a fantastic resource for people who are struggling, whether it's somebody who wants to know how to help a mate or whether it's somebody who – really needs help but doesn't know where to turn and there are some yep. great things that that lifeline do to to I suppose get a conversation started no matter where you are in life
2: yeah that's that's right you and so we have um people um over a million people reach out to lifeline over over a 12 month period um, and you, you, you can, anyone can ring 11, uh, sorry, thirteen, eleven, fourteen. 11, um, any time of the night, day, 24-7, there's someone there to talk to.
1: And Monica, locally, you guys are running a program called Need a Smoko. I mean, what's that all about?
2: Yeah, so this is um, in a direct response to the cluster of um, suicides that have been happening in Mount Gambier over the last 12 months Um, and we've received funding from Stand Like Stone to be able to go into workplaces. So um, I've devised some training from the accidental counselling package and called it Need a Smoko and it's aimed at men in the workplace. So I'm um, calling up uh trades and agriculture and construction businesses and um trying to get my foot in the door to to go in and deliver an information session where i provide statistics and a little bit of information and um to encourage men to talk to each other keep um you know watch each other's backs and um just really encourage people to men to talk to each other and reach out and and know what what it's all about
1: yeah monica it's a a a tragic story that six blokes in australia will not live through today for anybody in the limestone coast who is worried about a mate a friend a colleague a a father a son a brother um whatever it is what would you suggest that they do
2: there's a range of things that people can do and this there's a lot of support in um in mount gambia for for people um at the moment Um, For the last three weeks, we've just had a pop-up hub where people could come into the library. Um, That was run by Standby Support. Um, There's Lifeboat, which is an organisation in in, um, Mount Gambier that supports men, particularly tradies. But if people really want to know what to do, um, you you could call Lifeline and have a chat to a Lifeline crisis supporter. Um, Or you could simply just ask the person, like I said before, how are you travelling? But be ready for them. Be ready for the the response. And um, sometimes you can be just be as direct. It's it's always good to be direct and ask the question straight out. Are you having thoughts of suicide? That's probably the best way to approach it. Um, people are often relieved that that question has been asked. That's what we that's what we find mostly um, when we ask the question on the phones. Um, some people think that. To ask that question is putting thoughts into into someone's head, and it certainly is not. That's a that's a myth, and um, what it will do is get that person to start thinking and make them and give them a clear message that someone is is thinking about them um, and noticing what they're going through. So, just the straight out question: Are you thinking about? Are you, are you having thoughts about suicide? is a good way to start. And be prepared for the answer to be yes. And if it is, you stay by that person, you keep them safe. Get on the phone to Lifeline or call 000 if there's an immediate um, threat to the person's safety.
1: Monica, Lifeline's number again is? 13
2: 11 14.
1: Hey, Monica, great to have you on the radio this morning. Thank you so much for talking about a subject that that so many people shy away from. It's been great to talk to you this
2: morning. Wonderful. Thanks for your interest, Julian. Monday is No Talk
1: Day, right the way across the Triple M Network. It is a day where we urge you to have a conversation with a friend, a family member, someone at work, someone who you think might not be having a good day. It's all about helping with our mental health. And there are some great ways to uh, to reach out to mental health services here in the Limestone Coast. Lifeboat SE are a fantastic group of people who help out people who might be struggling just a little bit with everyday life. Dennis Chapman joins me on the line for a chat. Dennis, good morning. How are you going, Ewan? Mate, I am fantastic. Dennis, as we look at our mental health and as we acknowledge that blokes don't talk about our health, um, having a conversation is a great way to at least break the ice. But as I have talked about on a number of occasions, it's not the, hi Dennis, how are you doing? It's the what do i ask next when you say well mate i'm not actually um how do you guys deal with starting a conversation with people in the limestone coast
3: yeah you know it's a great question because a lot of people tend to just say okay if i say are you okay and they then uh are very unsure of what the response is for after that but um we we find that a lot of the people that come in and we say yeah look we're feeling a bit down or okay so how can we how can we help you how can we best assist you we um, us at lifeboat se aren't counselors all we are are just mates looking after mates and just helping you along the way so you may come in and say look I'm you know financially I'm a bit strapped and it's really putting the pressure on me what we do then is we we give you some leads of some people to go and see so the financial advice whether it be as you say through lifeline uh, and we say look you know Give Lifeline a call. Tell them you're in financial trouble. Tell them you're feeling a bit under the pump, under pressure, and we sort of just assist you and guide you in your ways. We um we have a the first Tuesday of every month we have a meeting at the back of the town hall. Uh, that starts at 7 p.m. So you just drop in, and a lot of people just drop in. They don't. Uh, a couple of times people haven't said anything. They just sit and listen to everybody else until they find a a commonality to think, well, hey, I'm not the only one that's feeling the same way. And then they open up and have a bit of a chat about themselves. So that's available every, the first Tuesday of every month. And also we've just implemented through our Facebook page, we have a a Zoom meeting every Tuesday at 6 p.m. So you can log into the Zoom meeting, um, keep your camera off, if you wish Uh, keep your microphone off if you wish and you can just sit and listen to the conversation and if there's something that you want to you know a bit of input that you want to put in or if you can turn around and say hey look i'm struggling we uh, we can either organize you can talk then or we can organize a time a bit later on that we can sit and have a have a bit of a chat because we're um we're all local mates looking after local mates
1: and Dennis, one of the things that I love is that you are not only mates who are looking after mates, but you're also mates who have dealt with the same sort of issues over the course of of a certain period of time as well. You're you're people who are living through the experiences that that a lot of people will be dealing with.
3: Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, like we've, and I suppose that the the unfortunate thing is now more and more people are being involved, um, and you can almost you know, everybody knows somebody that's gone through a hard time. Mm. So with that, you know, people can come in and say, hey, look, I'm having a bit of trouble with this. Nine times out of ten, one of the people that are here or at our at our meetings or even just over the a uh, message over um, Facebook, your messenger, we um one of us will be able to, you know, relate to the way you the the um the situation that you're in. Mm.
1: Dennis, what would you, what would you say to anybody who is struggling at the moment and, and doesn't see a way out?
3: Well, uh, the first thing is don't be embarrassed. You know, the biggest thing that we find is people go, Oh, I'm just too embarrassed to, um, you know, a bit of a pride thing. Um, it's dropping down that barrier to say, Hey, look, I'll give lifeline a ring. Um, yeah, you can ring lifeline. It's 13, 11, 14. We promote that fairly, um, Fairly um, openly. Um, the other thing is, you can um, even if you go and talk to, you know, it could be one of your mates at work and say, "Look, I'm I'm really having a having a bad time," and you know. But as I say, there's plenty of options there to actually voice your opinion. The the judgment thing is way way gone now. You know, mm. it's we hope hopefully hopefully with all these things like on Monday, it's helped break down that barrier to say, "Okay, you know." it's 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 not okay to be just to say i'm okay yeah you know, if you're struggling you know, you let people know
1: and dennis you guys have a, a number of really cool resources how can people find out more about lifeboat se
3: well you can go onto our our website so that's www.lifeboatse.com so you can actually go onto that website and have a look we're on facebook So you can go onto Facebook. We have podcasts so that you can actually uh, just listen to the podcast. So you can go in and you can find, you know, if if you're feeling um, a bit under pressure with anxiety or anything like that, you can click on one of the podcasts that talk about anxiety. And once again, it's a local person that um, had spoken to Matt and um, they spoke about how how they addressed the issue and how they've helped overcome their barriers. So there's... There's quite a lot of those for you to just to to click on and listen.
1: Loveso Coasters, Lifeboat Southeast and Lifeline Southeast are fantastic resources. If you know someone who is struggling in the limestone coaster, if you want to start a conversation and go, are you okay?" And not just ask if you're okay, but that next question, if somebody says, you know, I'm really not and I need a little bit of help now. It is time to talk events in the Limestone Coast this weekend. Kunawara Cellar dwellers are underway, and it is going to be a huge month. Ocket Larue knows all about it. He joins me for a chat. Ocket, g'day.
4: Good morning. How are you going?
1: Yeah, good. Now, Ocket, Cellar dwellers is back for 2022. It's going to be a month of fantastic events in the Kunawara.
4: Yes, so we've we've got plenty to get excited about. Uh, we are celebrating our 18th annual cellar dwellers celebrations here in Kunawara, and uh, wine lovers uh, will be getting ready to raise a glass uh, during the month of July. We've got a a jam-packed uh, festive festivity program for uh, people to come and visit the region, and um, the whole idea is to come in and, and enjoy our quality of our age, Kunawara wines during this month-long festival.
1: Now, Ockert, one of the really cool things, and it'll mean a, a reason to celebrate doubly, uh, the fact that COVID restrictions have eased over the last uh, couple of months, uh, everything's back, and uh, and people can just enjoy their time in the Kunawara.
4: Yes, I'm sort of um, already seeing a, a restoration of Confidence levels, you know, last the past two years, we've really been hit hard by border closures and snap lockdowns that we've seen not only in South Australia, but we were cut off from most of the other states. So it is so great to see that uh, that sort of post-COVID confidence coming back amongst visitors to our region. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to welcoming guests uh, and not having to worry too much about those restrictions we had in the past two years.
1: So, Ockert, this weekend, start of Cellar Dwellers, it all kicks off. What can we get up to in the Coonawarra this weekend?
4: Yes, so we've obviously got our featured events uh, this coming weekend, starting on Saturday, the 2nd of July. We had Bellwether wine Set offer the table of 10 dinner. Uh, that program has been um, cancelled. It was actually being replaced by uh, what's now called Living Without Fingerprints, a, a very, very... Uh, interesting discussion with a winemaker, John Wiggs. So John spent 30 years of his life as an international winemaker working in over 20 countries. And then uh, a few years ago, his life was changed by an explosion and we received 75% burns across his body. So John Wiggs is um, visiting um, Bellwether on Saturday evening, the second that sort of starts at 630 Uh, $50 per person. The proceeds also of that will be going to to charity. Then we've got the Katnook Estate Christmas in July. I spoke to Naomi yesterday. There's still six tickets for that event. It's a full-on Christmas dinner in the middle of July in that old stables Uh, John Redock's Katnook Stables at Katnook Estates.
1: Now, I've got to ask for people who want to know more about cellar dwellers for 2022, how can we find out what's going on right the way across the month and make sure we secure tickets for events?
4: Yes, uh, the best uh, is to visit the Kunawara Venerants website, which is www.kunawara.org. And on the front page, the home page, you will see a landing page. There is a summary of all our featured events and also the month-long events that uh, that occurs throughout the month of July. So listeners can can jump off on our website and do their bookings. There's links to all the various uh, featured events and activities that they can book online that will take them through to the other websites of the individual wineries.
1: Ocket, okay, let's catch up next week. Let's talk more about Cellar Dwellers. Good luck this weekend. Thanks, Ewan. All the best. That's it for today's podcast. I'll be back on Tuesday for everything Limestone Coast. You can catch up with me live on the radio, 6am weekday mornings on the Limestone Coast, 963 triple M.